It is the morning of the 1st of October 2019. Good morning and welcome to PBE Daily, the early morning and late night podcast. My name is Point Blank Yvombi. I am eternally grateful that I get the chance to actually make this podcast today because you know me. I tend to take breaks from time to time to actually find what is perfect and worthy of being in conversation. From beginning this podcast a couple of months back, I was always hoping and aiming to have at least the perfect idea of every single day of the week, but it has come to great realization that as much as we would like to be in a position where we have inspiring material to make every day, I'm not going to become tethered to the idea of actually being a half-wit in every episode I create. And I know this sounds like I'm, being, I'm repeating myself and I'm blowing my own horn, but I think by the time this podcast gets to its, let's say, first calendar, it'll be clear to most people who listen to it that there's a genuine place where all this information comes from. And the inspiration that comes to it is actually one thing that I actually would like to be considered the integrity of a podcast as far as the kind of material that Point Blank Evombi is known for. And I'm a sucker for legacy and a sucker for work ethic, so I'm going to continue to push myself to make the best material and bring it forth to you. Uh, the past couple of days have been very, very interesting. Uh, there's a device I was really hoping to put, get my hands on. And let's put it to you this way. For a person who works in the illustration industry and in the animation industry, there's certain tools when you hear a friend has one and he's willing to let go of it for you to be able to do the work that needs to be done i am one of the first guys who will jump on the opportunity to see if i can acquire the actual device it's um very very important to me to make sure that i have no excuses for the kind of work that i create and i i remember mentioning on this podcast earlier and if you've just joined us here's what you need to know there's a way i'd like to get things done and in order for me to actually do those things i will execute whatever mission is required to make sure that those tools stay in my corner for example i'm inclined to create more audio material i've been making podcast stories as well i've done two parts of a particular story called the tale i hope to continue with the tale soon enough but until i I find the perfect idea to continue that tale i'm going to just uh follow on that which is the pattern of ideas that have been coming across and the month of september ended with a lot of great inspiration coming across my my plate and coming across my my train of thought and i have started seeing need to actually start revisiting the whole essence of why i've always wanted to make audio material come to life and because it's a tool that i'm granted the ability to work with i take full advantage of every piece of research i could come across and every piece of um, information i could actually read now today i wanted to touch on something that i noticed being well for lack of a better word it, it it's been an underbelly thing that i've noticed in these last two weeks and it's certain people from certain platforms which have been super successful and have been very very thrive driven as in that they're, they're now riding a great wave of success and there's reached a point where it feels they need to fess up to certain things that they did and certain things that they wish to not do anymore and that is I watched two YouTube channels have the hosts of the channels make posts that really hint on the fact that there are certain things that they did in order to get traction and they want to stop themselves from making those particular moves come back again because it hurts to admit that the only way to pass information to people is to trigger people or to uh, to troll people. Making people see a headline that actually is has probably nothing to do with um, 
the topic they intend to speak on but it ju- or it just makes it accentuated to a certain level where everybody gets to a level where the dramatic will be pushed towards them waking up and saying okay i need to see what this is all about and when it, when you reach a phase where you're actually noticing this of, of media conglomerates and of media companies and even of individuals in the in the industry that globally they want to be seen as the greatest creators of all time but they have to do it by making these kind of compromises and as a result when they decide to do the material with integrity they have to backtrack and apologize for that which they did before it's one of the saddest things i've ever seen and i I applaud it but it's sad and it's sad in this sense I have never really wanted to be in a position where there's a phase in my career where you can look at what I've done and you say, oh, he was really just trying to get us to react to what he's doing. And then later you start, okay, now let's ease down and ease on down and pull back from all these things because, hey, I wasn't trying to be all dramatic and extra. And it's one thing that actually bugs me about certain uh uh, video blogs and, 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 and podcasts that I, I listen to and you could hear one of the hosts literally say I'm doing this to push us to the next level and the next level requires him to try make headlines come out of nowhere and try to get a person to be uh, in a cash 22 and where they have to react to something that they have nothing to do with it's one of the saddest things about when when I see people trying to really get a reaction if I personally click on a link where I actually see your personality is actually involved in that in that particular post I'm curious and I'm really trying to get to understand what you're trying to say and i'm sure it even makes work difficult for the different uh, companies I've, I've created material material for for example uh, I've, I've i create material for a tv station from time to time and i've also created material for a radio station from time to time and i'm sometimes asked to come up with uh, topics that hit on whatever is trending at a certain time now as much as it would make sense to speak on a topic when something is trending i find it very difficult to, t- to touch on topics at that time because at the phase of when things are trending, not much information is infiltrated properly or clearly because all attitudes and passions are flared up and you're not really being objective. If anything, you're trying to be um, in a position of feeling that which is happening right now and then everybody's going to piggyback off of that because they want to get their numbers up on, on, on every different platform that they're on, even if they're not involved in media at all. But you have an account since you're all broadcasters in your own right i mean facebook gave us the, the news feed so your timeline is also a broadcasting network uh twitter is also a news feed so every statement you make is a pronouncement these are your memoirs and every single phase of what you say is going to be documented it's, it's no different from when in the 1800s or or the 1900s whenever the, the, work, the work of publishing came out it's no different from the guys who used to have to come up with pamphlets or small pieces of, of literature that would actually put outside and have people read them for example there was a movie called the quill where a character played by Joaquin Phoenix uh, goes against a character called uh, played by uh, I think it's Gregory Rush I forget and the Gregory Rush character is put in a madhouse because the material he wrote was all driven towards lust and it was driven towards passions and driven towards sexual dalliances and at that time the Catholic Church had such a great a grip on the world and the story is based in France and at that time Napoleon Bonaparte was trying to stop people from actually speaking in a way where the emperor does not approve and these are all things that existed now take that and look at it in the, in the digital age whatever I'm about to put, create right now in the material that I'm actually recording as we speak I take this material and in, in 45 minutes the whole world will have heard this material is that not enough pressure for you to actually take time and think on what you're about to create and put out and the reason why i'm actually touching on this thing is because there's something i've seen online and heaven forbid this comes off as me becoming um 
uh, that which I'm trying to avoid in the descriptions that I'm making. There's this little girl whose name I don't even know, but I've seen her face pop up as an environmental activist. I've seen her face be used and created into paintings of her being a saint. I've seen her face being put in countless timeline pieces where she apparently gave a speech at the United Nations and when she gave her speech there's a, there's a, 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 a gif of her giving this mean mugging look to Donald Trump and then there's another person who I saw put something up today actually it was earlier today around midnight around that time of the little girls look at Trump and the fact that apparently the same kind of pose was also in the Simpsons and the reason why I'm concerned about this is adults are the people who have actually destroyed the environment and people who are currently adults are people who are now seeing the reactions of how other adults using the industrial successes that they were hoping to have destroyed the planet now the adults who are supposed to make moves to actually change the world have ended up being so maimed and so silenced that they feel that the power is not in their hands it takes a little girl who with the passions that she has to speak on the topic that is to be addressed and if it wasn't for her being so passionate and being so clear with her passionate eyes speaking about the thing that that everyone is now on no one would have actually taken it seriously now i applaud this child for what she's doing but i feel kind of saddened by the adults who are now putting her in this position because they're too scared to do it themselves I may be supremely wrong by making those kind of conclusions or drawing those kind of lines, but then again, the child is the one who seeks direction from the adult. The adult is supposed to be the person who would probably just move the margin a little bit further in order to better the child's life. But then again, there's no real manual of how to be an adult, is there? We all have to find our own paths. We all have to chart our own waters. I finished an event on on Saturday morning, and the first thing I did when I got home with the buzz I was still having at the time was call my dad. And I spoke to my father for almost two hours. And the, and the thing I love is I got to address a lot of things with him and the conclusions that I've drawn and try to explain to him where I feel I am in my in my mind and where I feel I am in the path I'm taking. And the information he gave me was to better me by allowing me to actually go find time to now sit by myself and draw even more conclusions or better myself in the different directions that I'm going to take thereafter. When I think about that, and I, I just saw a trailer before I actually started recording this, and I was t- looking at the story of, um, there's, a, there's a show that started on the 29th of September, and it's the the Godfather of Harlem, played by Forrest Whitaker and a bunch of other great stars. And the story is the story of a, of a Harlem mob boss called Bumpy Johnson. Now, what I know about Bumpy Johnson is he used to be the liaison between the Italian mob and Harlem. So he'd make it possible for there to be perfect uh, number running as far as the mob is concerned or number running i think was a form of gambling at the time he goes to prison and when he comes back the drugs have taken over the world and as a result he feels the need he actually has to take part into that and then find a way around that and the thing i like about how that trailer just popped up into my timeline is there something else i saw yesterday that actually kind of hinted at another thing that i felt needed addressing and it was um i watched a certain trailer if you will and it was a trailer to another story the story of uh, frank lucas and i remember watching the godfather and i was watching this uh, youtube video where there's a conversation happening between uh, a podcast called guys next door and a, and a podcast called brilliant idiots and they were talking about the extent to which snitching is considered good or bad and 
the whole thing about the court case with Takashi 69 and all that's happening on that side and the kind of rules the secret societies and how the mob is not supposed to speak and the clip I was watching was a clip by Eddie Griffin Eddie Griffin said you cannot have a gangster rapper it's an oxymoron because the first rule of being a gangster is being silent a rapper is never quiet a rapper is a poet of the streets and he actually describes that which he saw and that which he sees and that which he hopes to to see in the future and in the initial stages in the 90s rappers used to be speaking about the kind of mob boss type mentality that they would have and we would my personal experience as far as those kind of stories is concerned is it it made me think along the lines of if i was a mob boss how would i handle things or how would i do things and all that said and done it just made me think about the world and be like you know what maybe i should take a couple of heads off and maybe i should take a couple of guys out and when i think about those kind of topics it's it, it damn near feels like I'm, I'm being biased in that direction but i'm not trying to be biased i'm just trying to be objective in the best way i possibly can and we all seek to find perfect solutions and answers to what is being an adult, what is what it is to be a man, what it is to be uh, a productive member of society. Don't mind that, there's an alarm going off. It's almost 6 a.m. in the morning. And I think the phases of existence that we've had as far as entertainment goes have changed. We've moved from truth sayers to turning into naysayers. We've turned from great minds to turning into great quote makers so that they can be perceived as great minds and then i mean even trying to motivate people is a hustle my pop even asked me if i would like to be a motivational speaker and i said no i'd rather be a mentor but i have to do it while i'm in the path because i too haven't found all the solutions and i wouldn't want to be the person who wakes up and tells a person like yo i have all the answers do this i'm trying to tell a person like as, as i go these are the failings i've had and these are the successes i hope to continue to have and if it helps somebody actually find their own path and their own direction, then I think I'm doing the right thing. All these things are taken into consideration and I always will put them in the fore. And that's how I think and that's how I face things. I mean, there are no perfect answers and no perfect solutions in this world. So we just try our level best to see if we could actually come, if not remotely close to what we're trying to achieve. We could even be even more successful by having somebody else make it in there and be like oh so that's why i went wrong because different takes of people will make things happen in a different way the phases of existence we've had as far as how we create and how we think and how we carry ourselves is something i always revisit and i would love to just see a level of integrity come back into the different forms of creations that i that i live by i, I live a creative life and I, I see some things that actually make me want to rebel against that which is the status quo for example i was listening to this book which i hope to continue listening to now as i'm, as I'm about to jump into some drawing and it is still um a, a frustrate madness and it's the comparison of many different historical figures and what they went through during their path towards success and the story actually mentions this and this is going to sound like i'm trying to trigger you to go find the book but maybe you should find the book mahatma gandhi and uh Malcolm X uh, and uh, sorry and Martin Luther King Jr. have one thing have, have one have two things in common. A, they wanted a peaceful movement in order for them to actually change the worlds they live in and the existence that they were both in. And number two, they were both suicidal, depressive, suicidal kind of people. In their teen lives, they try, they both tried to commit suicide. And after result, as a result of coming out of that, they actually uh, took a pause and ended up being better men because the kind of fears they had have had their empathy take the forefront now i'm certain that the last thought you had in your head that a character like martin luther king would be suicidal and when even even about gandhi being suicidal it was such an, an a weird uh, conclusion and 
the thing I'm, I'm loving about this particular book is it explains how we've all felt and we've, we know a couple of people who've been pushed to the edge and they've really felt like they were backed into a corner and we know many of them decided the only option that they had was to take their lives and the sad part is it continues to exist and i feel many people between the ages of 40 coming down towards the ages of 20 are finding that the empathic existence that that is out in the world is affecting the quality of life they feel they can create and they're kind of scared of that which is the fight that comes with the careers they choose and and the lives they choose and i'd like to say this in many years, I've been thinking about the kind of album I would create. Even earlier this year, I, I, I even made pronouncements hoping to make an album come to life. I have the name of the album down. I have the notes of how each track is supposed to be. I am not. I've, I've written at least two, three of those tracks, and there were there were exactly twenty six tracks that I wanted to create for two different albums. And it's based upon what I've seen Joel Ortiz do. Joel Ortiz released an album with Apollo Brown called Mona Lisa earlier this year. And he released another one called Monday later in the year. And he's addressed his family, his children, and the, the, his, the absence he had in life, the, his, his, his mother, and the love he has for his mother, and all these things. I've wanted to make those kind of albums. But another thing I've been having, and it, it kind of explains why I had one or two meltdowns by overworking myself and not taking enough breaks. I know the phase we're in in hip-hop right now based upon this and i probably should save this for my tv show but whatever i think these things because i I create in both platforms they all relate to one another now i grew up in the phase where the rapper was a foot soldier the gangster the guy who sells the the drugs and whatever in the streets and then he turns the stuff into the life he wants to live thereafter. then my favorite rappers came out Jay-Z came in as a mob boss who was trying to make it out of the life into becoming a legitimate businessman and I've seen this man become a legitimate businessman in real life then came the phase after that which was the, the phase of the drug taker and the drug taker is now the person who's actually controlled the timelines. That's why you hear people talk about quaaludes, Mali Percocets, and all these kind of things. So the drug taking culture is now the person who's controlling the music. Now, the phase I think that we are, that came after that was the phase of now the emotional torment that came as a result of seeing the drug taker being what they were. Take for example, I think a, a great margin of, of artists in hip hop are, are children of uh, families that were broken by drug take and, and, dr- and drug abuse and stuff like that. And because they were born from that drug taking and drug abuse type, type culture, they ended up making certain conclusions about how their parents were and how they see their parents. And I feel that the generation that came after that was it, it, it was hurt emotionally and that's why they react they they're passionate they speak with, with, with tears in their eyes and the anger that they feel inside and how they feel they want to belong a sense of belonging and when and i remember when i sat down and listened to a, a character like logic and i watched a documentary about logic uh in uh, on netflix and this documentary was had a moment where this little kid who was a fan a passionate fan was even in tears when when he was speaking on the microphone and telling logic how his music has made him uh, feel happy his music has made him feel positive and he just wanted to be given a hug by logic and and logic was happy to oblige but the thing that bugged me about the entire moment was this kid had his phone up recording the entire team you're literally 
wanting an emotional moment with your favorite artist but you're recording it the entire time you're not in the moment you want to record this moment and document this moment so it made me feel like he's being disingenuous like he wanted to be seen as this empathic creature so because he made this pronouncement that actually made him look like he's this sad figure who needs to be given a hug i kind of got angry at that because also in the time of hip-hop where i grew up I knew bullying existed. I was a victim of bullying. And I know to a certain extent the way I, I behave in battle rap is because of the bully mentality. When you're going into war, you're not trying to be friends with this guy. You're not trying to parlay. You're trying to destroy, take pillage, kill, destroy, plunder, all that. And I feel the album I intend to create should not come from a position of I'm weak, I'm sad, and I need your help. Please help me. But it should be from a position of I know I'm weak, I know I need your help, and I know I'm, uh, I need to better myself, and I'm grateful that I have you people in my circle, in my corner, helping me better myself. However, I would like to reach a level where I'm not a burden to you, I'm self-sustaining. In order for me to be self-sustaining, I need to go forth and take. I need to go forth and attack. I need to go forth and enforce. I need to go forth. And by the time I finish speaking my words and I finish speaking my rhymes, you are energized to also thump your chest and move forward and attack as well. Be a gladiator, be a lion, be a monster. The horizon is the destiny you seek. You should go forth and take it. That's the kind of mentality I have and it's the kind of passion I have. So the phase of rap I want to create, the phase of entertainment I want to create is, yes, I have I have sad moments. Yes, I have moments where I actually feel like the world is coming against me and it's trying to destroy me. However, the upper hand the world seeks to have and the upper hand individuals would like to have on me will not be tolerated, will not be granted. You get the chance to only see me flinch once. And upon you seeing me flinch, you best better yourself and prepare yourself for my attack because when I do swing, I will swing once and I will swing true. That's the phase rap needs to go back to. We need to become more gladiators and more titans than we expect to be because let's be honest, the bully is winning the world. I said it in the last podcast I created and I'm going to say it again. The bully is winning. As much as we've tried to make this thing happen where we actually look evil in the eye and then we tell them to their face that you are evil they have already confirmed that they know they're evil the question is are you willing to take the time to actually better yourself enough to have your good outshine that evil marinate on that for a second with that being said i'm supremely grateful that i actually got to make this episode thank you so much for taking the time to actually listen and i gotta admit nine different platforms in a in a, in a few months and 900 plus listens worldwide i cannot thank you guys enough for taking the time to listen to this podcast and helping it get to the next level and of course i know you, the, the numbers are, don't really mean much so i'm going to be completely honest it's, it's literally just 900 listens in total of all the episodes i've made so far i don't mind that i'm in a path of growth by the time it reaches a level where everybody knows what this podcast is and what, what my personality and what my pronouncements are, you will have countless material to actually revisit. And I cannot wait for you to actually welcome your friends here and have them give this a listen. For we are here to, to build each other. Iron sharpens iron. Say it with me. Be Caesar or be nothing at all. God bless, be good, and in the Latin word that my man Odero loves to use. Uno. Oh,